0: Dear listener, please close your eyes for this movie theater meditation brought to you by Fandango. Breathe in. Smell the fresh popcorn. Now exhale. Ha! <sighs> Open your eyes and proceed to the best seats in the house you reserved on Fandango. Recline. Now, download the free Fandango app for movie times, tickets, and seats at your favorite theaters. Fandango, it's your ticket to the movies. Welcome to the mini podcast of Football Morning in America, Week Six of the NFL season. I'm Peter King, and for those of you who have followed the adventures of this podcast, you know that I do a preview of my Football Morning in America column, which, as I speak at 3:55 a.m. Uh, on Monday, October 14, that column is live. Um, posted by my editor, Don bond Vasudo, and that column is live at NBCSports.com and at ProFootballTalk.com. So you can find it. Please explore it. Go over it. uh, Throw some eggs at it. Yell at me. uh, Tell me what you like, what you didn't like, and please give me a lot of feedback both on this podcast and there, either on my Twitter account, at Peter underscore King, or at my Football Morning in America account, which is PeterKingFMIA at gmail.com. So, let's start off uh, this week. I, I basically did not have one real dominant topic this week. I just thought it was an odd week around the NFL. and I thought there was a lot of things worthy of note, so... I wrote about 15 short things. And as usual, I'm going to read the very top of the column, and then I will skim throughout and tell you what else I have. Um, But there's two points in here that I really thought were interesting about this day. One is I really believe we're seeing not necessarily a wholesale change in the quarterback position in the NFL, but I think we're seeing a – Uh, you know, at least, at the very least, a change with some of the quarterbacks and a couple more changes maybe on the horizon that we didn't necessarily expect. But I'm going to get to that, and I'm going to talk a little bit about how, in my opinion, the San Francisco 49ers are a revelation in 2019. But anyway, let's get going. There's weirdness in every NFL season. We learned a lot about football on Sunday, some of it quite offbeat. Wow, wow, wow. Devlin Hodges, a year to the day from beating VMI as the quarterback at tiny Samford University, said an hour after he quarterbacked the Pittsburgh Steelers over the Chargers in California. What a wild ride, he said. I won an NFL game. What a feeling. What a feeling. Hodges over Phillip Rivers was a fitting end to the day that had other weirdness. The San Francisco defense is starting to play in New England's league. The Chiefs have some legitimate problems. We've got a real MVP race. The glory guys of the 2015 draft are on contractual life support. Lamar Jackson can play any way he and the Ravens want. And it's almost wait till next year time for the Cleveland Browns. Again. Dallas lost to the Jets. Jameis turned it over six times. No NFC team is worse than the Falcons. Crisis in L.A. No, make that crises in L.A. But I know you love quarterbacks, so on the weekend that the 2018 Alabama State duck-calling champion won the Sunday night game for the legendary Steelers, we opened Football Morning in America with the first verity of a strange football weekend. There's changing of the guard at quarterback. Jimmy Garoppolo, Teddy Bridgewater, Kyle Allen, and Devlin Hodges, the duck caller, are 14-0. and Tom Brady's still winning, and Drew Brees will be back, but the signs are there for the new. The 2004 quarterback class is fading away, with Eli Manning on the bench, Ben Roethlisberger out for the year, hurt, and Phillip Rivers, 2-4. and four. Exactly half of the league's 32 teams are starting passers in their third year of starting experience or less. When ex-MVP Cam Newton, 30, can go from starry starter to hurt to wondering if he'll get his job back when he's healthy, you realize the NFL, as Jerry Glanville once made famous on NFL Films, Stands for not for long. The next seven quarterbacks to face New England: colon. Sam Darnold, 22 years old, Baker Mayfield, 24, Lamar Jackson, 22, Carson Wentz, 26, Dak Prescott, 26, Deshaun Watson, 24, and Patrick Mahomes, 24. Perfect. Darnold told me after stunning the Cowboys in New Jersey about the fact that the 6-0 and Patriots are on deck for him and his 1-4 team. Perfect, I wondered. I wouldn't want it any other way, Darnold said. I want to play the best. It's great. When I asked Hodges about all the young quarterbacks playing early and playing well, he was naively honest, which I appreciated. To be honest, he said... That's a good question. I wish I had an answer, but I don't know. I just know for me, this is something I believed I could do since I was five years old. Nothing about this scares me. In college, we were throwing it 50, 60 times a game, and I got a lot of good experience. I just believe I can play. Here's what else we learned in week six. The 49ers are a revelation. Maybe it was with, when Bull Strong pass rusher Nick Bosa walked Pro Bowl left tackle Andrew Whitworth back into Jared Goff early in the Niners-Rams game. Or maybe it happened late in the second quarter when the Niners stoned the Rams' Malcolm Brown twice on rushing plunges from the one. More likely, it came in the fourth quarter. This realization that the San Francisco defense, at least in the NFC, is as good as it gets. Niners up 20-7, fourth and one at the LA 44, 10-26 to play. Sean McVay decided to go for it. Rookie back Daryl Henderson steamed straight ahead. And safety Jimmy Ward of the Niners sprinted through a crease on the offensive right side. Evading a Robert Woods block, he dove and hugged Henderson by both shins, and he fell two feet short of the first down. Three minutes later, now on third and two at the Niners 28, Ward rocked tight end Gerald Everett, breaking up a pass that would have made it first first down if caught, and now another fourth down. There's a route in the NFL called a jerk route. The offense attempts to isolate a wideout on a linebacker or safety on a very short curl. Or a short curl and quick cross to create space. Cooper Cup of the Rams from the slot is very good at it. And now the Rams wanted to try to run it this play to save the game. I see it in practice every day, Jimmy Ward told me from L.A. after the game. Our guys do it. They work on those shifty routes every day, so I'm used to it. I see how their offense tries to set it up. So I knew they were going to try to run it on this fourth down. Goff, with no ram receivers in his area code, posted up near the middle, I mean cup, excuse me, with no ram receivers in his area code, posted up near the middle of the field, then, then go- darted to Goff's right, to get free of Ward when the pass was right on cup Ward enveloped him and hog tied him to the ground incomplete so twice in three minutes on fourth down with San Francisco protecting a two score lead Ward stopped two drives by himself said Niners coach Kyle Shanahan I'd wear Jimmy Ward's jersey on the sideline if they'd let me The Niners have held two offenses with good weapons, the Browns and Rams, to 10 points total in the last eight quarters. San Francisco is 5-0, and it's the defense that's the key right now. A hammering front with a team of physical cover players mindful of the Legion of Boom. Ironic that Richard Sherman is having a revived year at corner. This game was fun, said Ward, a sixth year niner player for some playing for something for the first time in his career. This is my first year playing in games like that. We've got 11 guys swarming to the ball. It's not about one guy, it's about all 11 getting to the ball. So I'll just skim through. I wrote a little bit about how the Rams and the Chargers um, are in trouble. They lost a total of seven games all of last year in the regular season, and now they've lost seven games already in the regular season. It's only October 14th. Um, talked to Lamar Jackson about his game. Talked about why the Cowboys definitely look like a 3-3 three and three team. I did not pick them to make the playoffs. I thought that they were thin, um, and we'll see what happens. They could still come back. They could still definitely win the division over Philadelphia. I talked about Teddy Bridgewater and how uh, he's gone 4-0, and and he's done it basically being one of the most mild-mannered quarterbacks in the league. I wrote about that. I wrote about Sam Darnold and how him returning to the Jets basically handed them a win over the Cowboys. Uh, I talked about the classy one, Marcus Mariota, It looks like he uh, is not going to be signing long-term with Tennessee. It's just my guess. Nothing's been said by the team, but, you know, clearly uh, they've had five years to make a judgment on him. Uh, Mariota pulled uh, uh, in a desultory performance uh, in Denver. So I would anticipate that John Robinson, the general manager there in Tennessee, is going to have to go on a quarterback search. Uh, After the regular season, we talked about I talked about the Chiefs and how the real dangerous numbers for them in their two home losses the last two weeks, 37-15, 39-48. And those are the two time of possession numbers for their uh, uh, for their opponents, Indianapolis and Houston. I said the MVP is a horse race. You can see who I'd vote for today by reading Football Morning in America. Uh, If I had to vote for an MVP today, uh, it's probably not the one that you think I would say. Um, And then uh, I do a fairly long section about uh, what I consider to be a major problem in the NFL right now, and that is the pass interference review process and the fact that it's not being adjudicated the way it was voted on. It's kind of complex. You'll have to read that. Um, My players of the week uh, on offense, Stephon Diggs, three touchdown catches. Sam Darnold and Teddy Bridgewater and Kyle Allen, three quarterbacks who probably didn't expect to be winning many players of the week. In my column, my defensive players, Jimmy Ward of the 49ers, Kyle Van Noy, the linebacker from New England, and Vernon Butler, defensive tackle from Carolina, had two strip sacks in their game against the Bucks and Jameis Winston over in London. You can read all the rest of my awards, including why I picked Bill O'Brien as my coach of the week this this week. My profile this week is with Luke Kuechly, Uh, talking about fishing. Man, is he passionate about fishing. My numbers game is about Chip Kelly. Now, many of you have accused me of having a football crush on Chip Kelly. Guilty as charged, but this is not a very good number in the numbers game about Chip Kelly. You'll have to see it. I also wrote In my factoid section this week about why whenever I hear a player say, ah, they ought to abolish Thursday night football, I always say, yes, okay, that's fine, but are you willing to give up $200,000 of your uh, compensation in order to do that? And no one ever really understands what I mean, but you'll be able to read this in my column. It's fairly enjoyable. For those from the Northeast, in my history section, uh, well, for those from anywhere, in my history section, I wrote about the the New York Giants in the early 70s when they left Yankee Stadium and they were moving to the Meadowlands. Uh, They needed a place to play for a couple of years, and so they ended up going to Yale and in New Haven, Connecticut. And I talk about the day the Dallas Cowboys came to New Haven because I was there that day. I was in high school in Connecticut, and I went to the game. You'll enjoy that. Strategy of the week is uh, the Houston Texans. In the uh, Houston-Kansas City game, um, the Texans coach, Bill O'Brien, had a decision to make late in the game I dissect that decision I say make it or not I think I mean whether the uh, whether Houston made uh, y- you know a, a good play on this or not I was in favor of O'Brien taking the chance that he did um, in my mail I have a couple letters uh, from people who are, Happy I used Rick Riley in the column last week. Uh, A lot of people miss uh, Rick Riley, as do I. Um, And then we will go to the Adu Haiku. Last two unbeatens. Pats SF. Best two teams on defense pats sf it might be one of those you're gonna have to see to appreciate i think that one was pretty good but hey i always love my ado haiku anyway I hope everybody has a great week uh please read football morning in america read all the great content at pro football talk and uh throughout the uh NBC Sports Empire and I'll see you right back here next week